after buzzers, before we move on, we would like to say thanks to our sponsor, Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. Plus, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Also, Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. Plus, you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. And it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Presented by AfterBuzz TV, the starting point of Kathy Kelly, Sonia Deville, and Christy St. Cloud. This is Women's Pro Wrestling Weekly. The first online pro wrestling show for women by women. Showcasing news and interviews with top superstars in the industry. And now, After Buzz's own gorgeous ladies of wrestle hosting. All right, welcome all to Women's Pro Wrestling Weekly, where we talk all things women, all things pro wrestling. We have a really, really special show for you guys today. We are definitely going to kind of talk about the WPW Star of the Week, but we have a very special guest before we kind of, I'm going to tease you a little bit. Before we do that, I'm going to introduce you to my co-host. We have the host of Mixed Match, Mixed Match, Mixed Match Channel Challenge, oh my gosh, uh, Anissa Barr, welcome. Yeah, hi, I'm Anissa Barr, that's me. And then also one of the backstage reporters and host for SmackDown Live at AfterBuzz TV, Gabby Loren. Yes, and WOW Women of Wrestling also. Yes, and Thanks, wow, TK. WOW Women of Wrestling. And our very, very special ghost, uh, WOW, special guests via Skype, uh, WAG, and Ring of Honor superstar, Brandy Rhodes. Thank you so much for being with us. You look gorgeous. Oh, my yes. goodness. Oh, thank you. It's been a long day. <laughs> so uh, kind of let's uh, let's get started a little bit. So um, did a lot. You, I don't know how you managed to do this all in your lifetime. So uh, figure skater for a number of years. So how did you kind of take uh, figure skating and also the announcing? And then obviously you said you wanted to do wrestling for a long period of time. How do you take the kind of the figure skating, figure skating, and being an athlete into what you're doing right now? Um. I mean, I think being an athlete since you're four, it just, once that happens, it's kind of in your blood to be some sort of athlete or some sort of entertainer. And, um, you know, I, I was involved in figure skating for 17 years and kind of 17 of some of the best years of my life were spent in that sport. And it's a very heavy training sport if you're as involved as I was. I mean, some people do it kind of recreationally. I was competitive and just the point was to win everything so so I you know skated for like eight hours a day and that was six seven days a week um I was on the ice more than I was in school so um you know it 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 definitely prepares you for a mindset of of being an athlete and being on a heavy schedule and just having a, a lot to do and a lot done you know with your body physically and now, um, like I said, you, you, like we said before, you were the ring, ring announcer for WWE. Now you, you definitely want to go into wrestling. Is there any aspects from your experience with WWE that um, you've taken into your wrestling career right now? Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, you know, if you sit at ringside, it's the best seat in the house. And I sat ringside for almost five years watching some phenomenal matches, watching some not-so-phenomenal matches. So... <laughs> I've seen a lot of wrestling. I've seen it up close and personal. And uh, I think it just helps me understand a lot of what I'm trying to do and what I like to do. I know what things excited me. I know what things excited fans around me. Um, 
when I would be at ringside. So there's definitely a lot that I was able to take away um, from being in the element so closely. Yeah, definitely. What was something about this world, you know, being involved with wrestling specifically, that you had no idea getting into it that you discovered once you started working in it? Hmm. Oh, man. Um, you know, I guess people probably don't realize what the travel is like in this job. If um, looking from the outside in, um, when I wasn't familiar with wrestling, I didn't realize it was a different town every single night and mm-hmm. um, didn't realize that it was year round even and that, you know, they film all the time, every week, um, sometimes every day. So uh, definitely the schedule, the travel, all that stuff was news to me and kind of learned as I went with it. But uh, it, it wasn't much of an adjustment. <laughs> so for the most part, you are traveling or you were traveling every single week back to back. Is it hard to take vacation? Let's say you're getting married. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline or there's you know family events is it hard and and you're pretty much separated from having a normal life uh, it's, yeah it's very hard um i mean it, it honestly i enjoy more where i'm at now because i have a little bit more freedom to say what i want to do or hey these things are coming up they're important to me um but uh before there there wasn't the option for that so it's very hard. It's very hard for family and friends to understand, hey, I can't make your wedding. Hey, I know that you're having a baby, but um, it, it's back for me because my job won't let me care about this, you know? So um, that that part is definitely hard. And it's very hard for family to, to kind of get that and understand that. Um, I feel like it's taken my family until right now, really, really to- To, to understand, right? Understand what the schedule is really like. Yeah, well, speaking about commitment, I mean, me and Anissa were just at uh, New Japan Pro Wrestling when you were here in Long Beach. Um, so we saw that amazing job. I mean, that wrestling promotion is phenomenal. You guys have some of the best talent. So you're very blessed to be able to be working there. I think that's such an awesome opportunity. Um, but talking about the commitment and the scheduling, it must be a rough schedule for you and Cody. Um, is he on the road more than he was before? Are you on the road more than you were before? You have more freedom now. And then does this require you to be in Japan more often? What are the stipulations with that? Um, so it depends. Um, there are certainly months where I'm busier now than I was before. Um, a lot of times the difference is whether or not I'm home, I'm working 24 seven now because I'm in the driver's seat. Whereas before, even if I was on the road all of the time, I wasn't always working. <laughs> I'll be the first <laughs> to say, I would, half the time, you know, I would, I would say, hey, when I would get to a city, if I don't have anything to do today, I've got other stuff I'd rather do, so I'm gonna leave and I'll come back later, you know? <laughs> so, um, but uh, yeah, it's definitely, depends on the months. Some months are really crazy. April is very crazy for both of us. Um, Cody is in Japan usually at least once a month, um, and I'm starting to kind of get on that schedule, which is kind of scary, too, of being in Japan a lot. So um, 
yeah, but it, 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 it's definitely different. I mean, I'm used to traveling overseas frequently. So it's something that, you know, you, you get used to and kind of get into a groove with. And it's great for miles and things like that. Because then when we actually do get to take a vacation, <laughs> we have plenty of travel miles just oh. from those Japan trips alone. So. Man, it's good for the perks. But that travel day must be crazy. Mm-hmm. I mean, just from LAX, it takes probably 20 hours to get to Japan. So I can only imagine. Yeah, no, it's it's really, uh, it's only like 14. I know that sounds terrible, but yeah, it's not quite as bad as 20, but like 12, 14, 13, 14. Um, and yeah, I mean, I think you just get used to making the trip. Uh, you don't get used to jet lag, but yeah. um, <laughs> try. Yeah, they said actually for like a tip for jet lag, um, they said to drink water every hour on the hour when you're flying, but then you have to go to the that really gross bathrooms and in the bathroom the whole time. Yeah, it's, yeah. yeah nobody, <laughs> nobody wants to do that. I avoid that as well. Um, now, do you have anybody or was there anybody that you looked up to when you started wrestling as far as like looking at their matches and, you know, somebody that was like you uh, had that was that inspired you? Um, less on the match side, but more on the side of um, somebody who, who's always inspired me just as a persona in wrestling altogether is, of course, Sensational Sherry. She's the best. Um, at, at everything that she's ever done. Mm-hmm. Um, and I always love watching everything she does, is even matches um, that she's had that, of course, you know, she wasn't the most trained wrestler, but her matches were always so entertaining and just high quality. She had no fear, wasn't afraid of anything. She's always completely in there. Also, I don't know if you could see it, but Farrell decided to come up here for the interview. So if you see his head, <laughs> this here. Oh no! But, <laughs> but you yeah, need to like so, lift him up. Uh, like Sherry, definitely. No, it's, no. It, but you should lift him up. So now that you talked about. Oh, okay. You wanna you wanna say hey? Come here, bud. Oh. There we go. Can you see him? <laughs> you have to lift him a little higher. There, there we go. Oh, wow. Beautiful. I, I got the interview. <laughs> I thought it was like a small dog. I'm like, oh, no, that's that's a, that's a, that's a nice-sized dog there. Um, oh, yeah. No, no. <laughs> so now that you are part of this industry, how were you able – well, first of all, let's talk about how were you uh, approached with WAGS? Um, that was very random. Uh, at the time, we were living in L.A., and I was working on another project that was kind of taking a long time getting started, getting rolling. And uh, they just reached out and wanted to do an interview. And I, you know, a lot of times those things, when they start production, it takes forever. It's like a year before anything gets rolling really at all. So um, I was kind of at the end of the other project, trying to wrap that one up and, and get that one packaged up and squared away and uh they want to do this interview i said okay because it's going to take them you know forever and a day to figure out if they want to actually do a show or not so that's Mm -hmm. fine (laughs) and so did the interview and then literally the next week had um a contract in the mail so Mm -hmm. it was crazy how quickly that happened um I know that other girls there in the cast, they had waited like a year and a half and stuff. So I don't know really what happened with that. I, I, I never really asked, but I am under the impression that somebody that they thought they had for the cast, they ended up not having, or maybe something didn't work out in the contract. And I kind of ended up swooping in to save the day there. So <laughs> do you feel like being on WAGS Atlanta has been a blessing for you? Is it hard to film and, and make friends with these girls that are also kind of in this, the same industry, more or less, or dating people within the same industry? Um, It's, you know, it was very hard for me because 
I had to maintain the crazy wrestling schedule as well as try to film. So it was really difficult for me to have any like real interactions with people um, on the show. Uh, I missed a lot when they were filming, um, but it's funny. It's hilarious. Actually, I missed so many things and people were <laughs> saying like, oh, you're missing all of these things. None of those things that I missed were on the show. Oh my <laughs> goodness. That's funny. So I'm actually kind of glad, glad that they didn't waste my time. <laughs> like the very little time that I had. Right. Know, it wasn't wasted for stuff that, that didn't make air anyway. But um, yeah, so it was, it was really tough to get really involved with it. A lot of the stuff centered for me around, you know, wrestling, because that's what's going on with me most mm-hmm. of the time. So, As you are a uh, professional wrestler, did you have to lay down the law with some of these women on WAGs and tell them who's boss? <laughs> you know what? It's very funny. I think from the from the beginning, everybody probably had talked about it, and they were probably like, we're not going to go after Brandy. <laughs> we're just not going to do it. Because if you watch, I have no issues with anybody on the show. I, I think I'm the only one who never has any altercation with anybody else. Um, and just there was never any reason to. Nobody ever gave me any drama. I, I never had any issues at all. Or, you know, any of the situations when they became dramatic, I kind of just sat back and watched um then wasn't involved yeah. in that. Yeah, the, the reason behind that is because you have no time to do that. Like, you're you're a businesswoman. You're, you you don't have time to be kind of doing the petty stuff. It's like, I don't have time for this. Let me move on. I have businesses to do. So you can definitely respect that, which is one of the reasons I think they picked you. Now, is there anything that um, you wish either the cast or producers would have told you before you started filming the show that you're like, oh, this is interesting? Yeah, I wish they would have told me that we're going to film so much stuff and not use it. <laughs> like, well, that, your schedule that, is meant to be. I felt so pressured to be there for so many, like I said, I missed a lot of things. And then I felt bad that I was missing these things. And then, you know, I would jump off the plane and go straight to filming a scene because I was afraid to miss any more things. And then now when I look back in that, in, in retrospect, none of it mattered (laughs) none of it mattered because like 75 percent of it they didn't use it didn't air um so i now that i know this if i were to ever continue on doing something like this um they'd be very much on my schedule for sure (laughs) did cody make any appearances or has he yet this season he did he did yeah and um you know the season's wrapped it was a very short season Mm -hmm. it was only eight eight episodes Mm -hmm. um and uh it went by like that like fans were just kind of like when's the next episode and i was like oh it's over and they were like what <laughs> uh so yeah very very bizarre that that's kind of their format with the wags shows they're just short um mm-hmm. I, I don't know if they have plans to change any of that or do anything different with that but um i feel like fans definitely are wanting more than than the short seasons that they're getting <laughs> would you ever do a reality show that centers around you and cody I would rather do a reality show that centers around me and Cody. To be honest, um, I would much rather be more in the driver's seat, more in control. I mean, this is kind of what we're seeing from me. I do better in those (laughs) positions um, than, you know, being a part of a big group or, you know, a bigger cast or whatever. So um, definitely, we we would definitely be super open to that. And, you know, don't ever count it out because there are a lot of, it's funny how things happen. You know, one thing happens and then that opens two doors and you walk through one of those doors and one might close and then three more might open. So um, it, it's 
an interesting journey and there's definitely more in store that I can't really talk about yet. <laughs> oh, nice. Well, then hopefully that comes to fruition sooner rather yes. than later. Um, and mm-hmm. then with all that being said, so you have now a career in reality television. You've worked in wrestling. You still work in wrestling in the Indies. You have such a vast background of different things that you've done. What has been your career highlight and what do you look forward to maybe doing in the future that you haven't done yet? Oh, gosh, it's hard. It's always hard to to uh, pinpoint one thing um, as a highlight. But I will say that, um, you know, my first time being in front of a very large crowd on the other side uh, as an actual wrestling talent uh, was Wrestle Kingdom 12 uh, this past year. And that was just such a surreal, amazing experience for me. The fans um, over there in, in Japan, I mean, Tons, tons of people come. They fly in, and it's, it's great. It's like Japan's WrestleMania. But um, it, it just was such a cool feeling to be sort of a focus as opposed to someone who's helping enhance other people. Um, and uh, that that one I probably won't won't forget for some time because I the energy that I felt the entire time being out there was just uh, one of the best things ever. Um, wow. And for me, of course, uh looking forward to the future uh there's so many things that i still want to do there's so many hats that i want to wear even though i've worn probably too many at this point but (laughs) um i'm still very very much uh looking to do more on the side of tv film um kind of working on a couple of smaller projects in that area right now so hopefully we'll see what happens with all of that but and then again you know um I I do like the reality realm. Um, I would kind of like to be more hands-on in that realm. So I'm hoping to, at some point, be producing my own content. That would be ideal for me. Yeah, I had a a feeling that was going to (laughs) happen. Definitely, you you have... You... you, um like you're a go-getter like there's no way you could have been um ice skating for so long and doing all this other stuff and not being successful now is there any match or is there anybody that you haven't maybe wrestled before that you're hoping to kind of have a match with or maybe even if it's a dream match is there anybody that you you would want to anybody in your any top top 10 list top five list Mm -hmm. um i have always wanted to wrestle awesome kong um she was one of the first people i've ever gotten to a ring with period um when i was in fcw i think i had been there for three days or something ridiculous and she came and she got in the ring and said hey come get in the ring with me and i was like oh lord this is (laughs) this is scary um but it, it was so much fun um and so i felt like there was always potential there for for more with me and her um so I'm hoping maybe one day we'll, we'll, we'll get to do something. Um, there's so many great, so many great girls um, that there's potential to do things with and to work with right now. Um, I like Britt Baker a lot. I've actually never worked my friend um, Chelsea Green. I would like to work with her. Um, uh, Tony Storm, a lot of those girls that I would love the opportunity to work with and then um, hoping, you know, once I get over there to stardom that um, I'll get to work with some of the girls. I have really no idea what's in store for me out there aside from um, the Cinderella tournament. I don't know who I'm competing against. Um, I don't know who I could be tagging with on some of the shows. So there's a lot of opportunity for fun stuff over there, too. So we have the Women of Honor uh, bracket that's happening right now. How are you preparing for each match to get that title? 
Well, I just got kicked out of the tournament, oh, so yeah. I'm no, no longer <laughs> preparing for it anymore. Um, I've kind of switched my sights for the Cinderella tournament uh, over at Stardom now. Um, but up until I, I got kicked out of the tournament, um, I was just taking each match one at a time and kind of doing just whatever it took uh, to win. I, you know, I wouldn't say I wasn't fighting fair, but I was fighting hard. So if you weren't prepared for how I was going to fight, that's kind of how I was getting a lot of people like Karen Q and Stella Gray. Um, didn't work with Tennille, but it's Tennille, so come on. <laughs> <laughs> now, um, there's it's kind of been a, a woman's revolution as far as, you know, the Me Too movement and also in wrestling as far as Elimination Chamber matches, intergender matches, mixed match challenges. Is there anything that, um, and also, you know, the Ring of Honor with, their, with the championship as well, is there anything that you're hoping uh, that as far as women wrestling that will be afforded the opportunity that the men have that the women don't have at the moment that you kind of want to see? I know you had mentioned um, getting body slammed into a table. There's an interview with that you and Cody were talking about as far as kind of being able to do that. But is there anything that you want to happen for women? Um, you know, I think women are really just taking everything in stride right now. A lot of opportunities are being afforded that never were before. And everybody's just rising to the occasion and meeting. So, um I never want to put anything, you know, too lofty on it or, or seem ungrateful for the opportunities that are being presented right now. I'm just kind of riding the wave along with everybody and just proud of how it's all been going. Well, we definitely hope to see more of that, that's yeah. for sure, and you involved. <laughs> and now, as far as women getting into wrestling, if there's somebody who's, you know, that that's their dream, is there any suggestions or tips that you would have for them? Uh, definitely. There's never, it's never too, well, I depends actually how, how old they are because I guess I, I don't want to say it's never too early to start training and then they're you know <laughs> they're 50 and that, that might be a little too early um but uh you know if you are an adult then and you like it you should find um a, a place that you like to train um it's not the easiest thing in the world to do and every place isn't for everyone um so you know start looking into those things that are nearby you and checking them out and you know you definitely just because somebody says this place is the place to train that may not be for you or you know this is how you train that may not be for you so the good thing about wrestling is it's very open right now it's open to everybody you don't have to know anybody you don't have to look a certain way you don't have to act a certain way you you have all the same opportunities so i would just say you know ingrain yourself with as much as you can go to seminars that's another great thing is all over the country people are putting on all these great seminars everywhere and there's just so much potential and opportunity to learn and start start going somewhere never you never want to look back and say oh well you know i didn't go do that because uh, at the time i just wasn't sure and no, go find out. Go find out and then tell me you're not sure. <laughs> There's a lot of people watching right now that are probably feeling that exact way. <laughs> so All In is coming up. How are you, the Young Bucks and Cody, preparing for this? Well, the Young Bucks and Cody, they are preparing much harder than I am because it's their show. It's their show. Um, you know, I'm obviously... 100% in support of everything and I believe in the show with every announcement people get so excited um, The even with the, the release of the hotel it was like 
in five minutes, the hotel sold out. So that was the most exciting thing ever. (laughs) And then they opened up another hotel and those were sold out. And like, um, it's been really crazy just the amount of support and excitement that everybody's seeing from the fans and also from people who want to be involved in the show. Mm -hmm. I mean, it it is a wrestling show. Mm -hmm. There's so much amazing talent. So I think people are going to be really surprised and excited by some of, you know, the introduction or the, um, announcements that continue to roll out around the show. Um, the other great thing about it is it's turning into uh, an entire weekend. It's not just, um, just this one show. It's, it's really taken off and like turning into this crazy, like Woodstock for wrestling, probably (laughs) situation. So I think, um, people are really going to enjoy it. And if it's something that anyone is on the fence about, they should definitely, definitely, um, consider going for sure. All right. Well, looks like we lost the picture. Are we Did good? Did we just Tony? lose me? Yeah. yeah. That's what I thought. I, I can't <laughs> just double check. It. I was like, we got your voice though. Yeah. So at least for that. Okay. Oh, oh, there, there it is. Yeah. Um, <laughs> are you guys? So does that mean Flip Gordon will be a part of All In? Well, you know, <laughs> Flip right now is not All In. Um, <laughs> you know, but the Bucks are obviously starting to see something in him and believe in him. Um, which speaks a lot for me because they're they're good friends of mine. So I've been more open to play as an as an individual these days. Um, so whether or not I think he's going to be all in, I really don't know. It's not my decision. Mm-hmm. But um, if he keeps being cool, if, if he can teach me how to do some flips, maybe I can help him <laughs> get somewhere. But you know. He's, got a ways to go still. <laughs> yeah. And now so you're you guys are on WAGs. We've seen you and Cody all over the place as far as different interviews. Is there one thing that uh, our audience or fans of you guys don't know about yourself and one thing that uh, they don't know about you and Cody? Oof. I don't know. Um I'm pretty I'm pretty out there. I'm pretty much like an an open book and I say way too much on social media and in <laughs> interviews, so I don't know that there's anything people don't know um oh man we're both we're both pretty big big mouths we talk a lot (laughs) so i don't know that there's any secret you know things that people don't know about us okay and then hold on to that i'll think (laughs) and now you have also mentioned that you're definitely a fan of roller roller coasters is there any roller coaster in the world that you kind of want to go to that you haven't been to just yet as far as amusement parks and all that good stuff yeah, there actually there's one in Abu Dhabi and I can't think of the name of it. Um anyways, it it's like the fastest roller coaster in the world and it, it probably would would kill me to ride it, but but I really <laughs> do that. Um, I feel like it's it it has to happen at some point. I don't know when I'm going to be going to Abu Dhabi though, so maybe it's not going to happen. <laughs> but um yeah, I'm trying to think there's another one here in the states, Kingda Ka. That is in uh, Six Flags, New Jersey. I oh, want to wow. say. Okay. Um, I've never been, and the last time I was in the area, they were actually working on it. They were expanding the ride and changing it, so there, I didn't get an opportunity to ride it. But I know that I will definitely ride that at some point. It's actually been too long 
for me to have not. So maybe I'll just do that this summer. Maybe I need to talk to Cody and make sure <laughs> that happens. Put it on the to-do list. Take it down or something. <laughs> now, last thing before we get out of here, is there any fri- uh, final projects or anything um, that you're kind of uh, working on that you can tell us about? I know you're you're a busy woman. You probably have some certain things that you can't tell us about. Is there anything that we can look out for? Oh, man. I wish I, wish I had something that I like, could, could push you guys today, but... Um, uh, nothing that I can concrete talk about, unfortunately, right now. But I will just say that I'm working really hard on a number of things. Um, definitely keep an eye out for the Cinderella tournament uh, yes. in Stardom. Um, you know, that's on uh, Stardom World. So you can watch that. And um, other than that, yeah, I'm just going to be at all of the ROH shows. And um, I'll be at as many New Japan shows as possible this year. So there'll be plenty of opportunities for me and folks to meet and chat and have a good time. And then, you know, hopefully some of the other stuff will roll out (laughs) as well as the year goes on or summer goes on. Sounds good. And then give us uh, your social media for for everybody. Uh, Instagram and Twitter is TheBrandyRhodes. That's it. I don't have Snapchat. I don't have Facebook. Uh, people all the time tell me, oh, I talked to you on Facebook. No, you didn't. <laughs> that <So>. was <laughs> Well, like we, Instagram, Twitter, the Brandy Rose. All right, so we really, really appreciate you for taking the time out. We know you're a busy woman for uh, talking <laughs> to us. Um, but like I said, like every, well, like, like Brandy said, you can follow her on everything at the Brandy Rose or the the Brandy Rose, excuse me. And then uh, that's pretty much it. I think we're we're good to go. Yeah, thank you, Brandy. Thank it was lovely again. meeting you yes, over thank Skype. You very much. Thank it was you. Fun. Thanks. Have a good one. Thanks. Bye. Well, that was awesome. She seems very sweet. She does. Yeah. She's amazing. I know. Oh I'm, my gosh. I'm just looking forward to she, she probably has like a billion jobs. Mm-hmm. I'm looking forward to seeing what's going to happen in the next couple of years, next five years. Yeah. Uh, I hope definitely she's got back on WAGS. Well, um, it sounds like she may have a reality show yeah. brewing. Right. Yeah, I, like. I was actually looking up to see if Wags is going to go into uh, the Wags Atlanta is going to be in a season two. I haven't mm-hmm. seen a confer- uh, confirmation or it not happening, so we'll kind of see what happens. I actually got to see a few clips of it; pretty interesting stuff. So I might actually go back and you know watch that season. Mm-hmm. But before we kind of get out of here, we have a little. Gabby has a little something for us. Yeah, a juicy star of the week, you guys. Star of the week. You heard it first here. So someone I want to call attention to this week is Ivalice. Ivalice mm-hmm. Velez, to be exact. Um, you guys, she's Puerto Rican. She has that Latina flair, fiery and fun and aggressive, mm-hmm. but in a good way. Mm-hmm. Um, she began wrestling at 14 years old. So talk about, you know, what we mentioned earlier yeah. about getting in young. I mean, maybe not eight years old, but 14 is still a baby. Yeah. Still learning a lot of things at that age. So she definitely got into this business at a young age. Um, you may have seen her before. She's gone from blonde to brunette. Now she's a redhead, you know, on Lucha Underground, um, which you can see her on now. She's currently signed to them, but previously she's wrestled for Shine Wrestling. She's appeared on TNA. You also might know her from WWE because she was actually on Tough Enough for season five, mm-hmm. um, which was well-deserved. She went by the name of Sofia Cortez in WWE, and she was also on NXT for a little bit and Florida Championship Wrestling. 
But she was released from WWE in the summer of 2012 for an injury and also possibly because of some controversy with a trainer in NXT developmental called oh. Bill You just Demont. learned all the juice right there. Okay. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know I do my research. Oh, okay. So there's a lot of people that had controversy with this one ex-trainer of developmental, Bill DeMont. She hasn't really gone out to say too much, but she did quote to Complex.com referring to her time there. I lost everything for speaking up. I was the first, the warning to others. So it sounds like she might might have had some you know repercussions for speaking out against something that was done or or said you know in developmental that she didn't agree with mm-hmm. but we don't know too many details about that but she did have her opportunity over there she was up and coming in WWE around the same time as Cameron Bray Wyatt Paige even Seth Rollins so all these people were there and just beginning the start of their careers at WWE when she was um, and then her last match before she left WWE was a loss to Tamina Snuka. And then wow. since, you know, 2014, she's been signed to Lucha Underground. And she's apparently kicking. known for kicking more butt to men than to women. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, yeah. just finally. There's, I, I, I have to watch a lot of TV for, uh, for work. I'm not saying that for you. Be sorry for me. But I actually just finally finished watching 98% of season one of Lucha Underground. It's a long season. Yeah. But um, she is... <laughs> Absolutely amazing. Her storyline's really, really, like, really good. She looks amazing. She looks fantastic. She can kick some of a lot of these dudes behind. Yeah. So mm-hmm. definitely a badass. So yeah, yeah I'm yeah. definitely a fan. I've, of I've watched multiple matches of her uh, while watching Netflix. You know, Lucha on Netflix, mm-hmm. and I think she has that fire and that passion. Mm-hmm. And I just, I wonder if she trained um, with Carlito's like dad. I wonder yeah. if that's where she started training because she's from Puerto Rico, but. Overall, she's tough, she's different, and I like her a lot. And I like the matches that she was with in Lucha, and I mm-hmm. hope we get to see more of her in Lucha. Yeah. yeah, and I mean, if you ever get the chance to see her at some sort of a wrestling promotion or a convention, go and do it, mm-hmm. because this girl is so much fun to watch. She has that it factor. She likes to get dirty. She yeah. goes into the audience. She'll break tables. It is fun. It is a blast. And you'd never think this girl, who's 5'4", apparently, yeah. could do some of the things she's doing. So, and seeing kudos. women and men fight each other yes. is like really fun to watch. Yeah. It's, it's yeah, the talent, the skill to do it, and how you, you would obviously think that which most men are stronger than women, but how they use the momentum of the movement to kind of get them to where they want to go, which is really pretty good. Sexy star, I'm a fan of hers too. We'll talk about her another time. She will be another star of the week. I know, right? Oh my gosh, yeah. The, no pun intended. Yeah, if you haven't watched, if you haven't watched Lucha Underground, um, definitely, definitely do watch. Don't let the amount of episodes scare you because that's what it did for me. And then I kind of just dug into it. Really, really good series. Um, but thank you so much. Yeah, of yeah, course. Yeah. Thank so, you guys. And mm-hmm. thanks to Brandy Rhodes. Oh my yeah. gosh, yes. So amazing. <laughs> um, before we get out of here, a little poll question for you guys. Do you think uh, that WWE should have a women's tag team title? So we'll post that up Ooh. on Twitter and uh, Instagram for you guys to vote. We're going to see you know, how it all goes, how you guys feel about it. I think so, but you know, it's not my choice. It's your choice. And you never know. Change can happen here. We have the Change.org petition. Change the Moolah match. Maybe we can make the tag team championship belt for the women be a reality. You never know. Yeah. <laughs> now, uh, a lot of change happening here. We're changing because we're going to be ending the show, so let's put yourself over, Anissa. Hi, I am the... Oh, well, my name's Anissa Barr. I'm the <laughs> host of Mixed Match Challenge, and uh, we're, I know the Bella Twins, their show, Total Bella Season 2, is coming up, mm-hmm. so I will be there as well, and hopefully maybe some old panelists, maybe new panelists, or maybe somebody who mm-hmm. we used to... 
do the panel? Who knows? Oh. Just keep uh, tuning in and... Spoiler alert! <laughs> Guess who that is? I don't know. <laughs> we'll do a poll for that later also. Yeah. Um, I'm Gabby Loren. Thank you guys so much. On Instagram and Twitter, you can follow me at Gabby Loren TV. I also have a YouTube channel that is linked on my Instagram. And you can follow my journey at WOW Women of Wrestling and also here at AfterBuzz TV SmackDown Live on Tuesday nights. And uh, I, I actually realized I didn't introduce myself in the beginning, but you guys should figure out by 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 now. My name is TK Trinidad. <laughs> um, make sure to subscribe to our YouTube uh, page. Put the comments there. We definitely listen to your comments, whether good or bad, and all that good stuff. Give us five stars on iTunes. Follow us on on Twitter, uh, WPW Weekly, on um, oh, as well as Instagram, all that good stuff. Also, After Buzz TV on everything. Other than that, it's. Uh, Time to get out of here. So thank you guys. Yeah. Really appreciate you guys for tuning in. From executive producers Kevin Undergaro, Maria Menunos, Phil Svitek, producer TK Trinidad, and me, Mark Donica, your voice of AfterBuzz TV Wrestling, we ask you to rate and comment on iTunes, subscribe to AfterBuzz Wrestling on YouTube, and find us on all social media. Thank you for watching Women's Pro Wrestling Weekly. See you next week. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.